So I think that Bruce Willis probably just has a bunch of headshots that whenever he does a new, new movie, he just sends them out to studios. He's like, all right, do whatever you want. Change the makeup, change the mm-hmm. look. Here you go. That's your. PR. He's like the, uh, the influencer that went to Taiwan like three years ago, but breaks up. <laughs> they post all their- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a schedule going. He, you know, once a day. But it's yeah. just so blatant, you know. They didn't even try to hide it. And what's with yeah. well, what's the name teeth? of this movie? Just qu- uh, context, real quick. Cosmic Sin. Cosmic Sin, yes. But I don't understand what's with the teeth. You know what I mean? The the underbite, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, even the scars. They couldn't even move the scars to another side. Mm-hmm. I think that's the limitation of the graphic designers. At that point. <laughs> even then, we even got deep then. fake, but you can't move a scar. That's where the, <laughs> that's where we draw the line. Pretty much, Nick. Do you think you could do a better job on that? Uh, by the end of this show, I think I can move some scars around. I got a couple. What's that Papa Roach song? Oh no, wait. We can't sing it. We'll get fucking claimed again. Which, by the way. <laughs> YouTube, claim me one more time and we'll go somewhere else. I promise. Yeah, Pat, you also just cursed in the first 30 seconds. Way to go. <laughs> Demonetized. Our whole audience, they're going to leave. All right, well, you know what? <laughs> this is always four kids. <laughs> Whoops. Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, this late edition of Nerd Shit Live. We're one day late, guys. We missed the whole stream yesterday. I was busy. Here. I've been logging <laughs> up for 24 hours. <laughs> Joe, you've been in that seat since 8 p.m. last night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, guys. He didn't want to text anyone, though, because he didn't want to be a bother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, why? It's Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, ooh, big game Sunday, well, so why would right. you? Was- All right. I changed it in the notes just so you wouldn't <laughs> I think I put the big game, did I not? I don't know. I oh, okay. <laughs> I just heard something about a bow that was super. A bow tie? Yeah. That's all yeah, I heard. Super bow. It was a really cool owl. <laughs> super owl? What is it? What are they saying? Super, superb, superb owl. owl. Superb owl. Yeah. So we moved the show to, to, uh, to tonight. And um, maybe we're better for it. Who knows? We'll find out. But, uh, yeah, uh, first up, you guys, Cloverfield <laughs> 2 is finally happening, okay? Oh, which one's the clap button? I want to know before I fucking... It's all labeled there. No I know, I know. There we go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, cool. I didn't know because <laughs> I'm always doing this, you know, like I'm always in the wrong <laughs> But, yeah, uh, Cloverfield 2 is happening. And uh, this excites me specifically. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I've been wanting a direct actual sequel to this movie since it came out and not like all these weird pseudo sequels that they've been doing. So I don't you guys have seen the other you guys have seen the original Cloverfield, right? I've seen parts of the first one. I've only seen 10 Cloverfield Lane all the way through, which is really good. Yeah, which is really good. Like I said, when we were planning the show, that's the first. That's the first I time. I didn't know John Goodman could be that good. Dude, did you see his dance in that movie? I don't remember. He I is spectacular. Yeah, look it up after the show. I think you'll really like it. Um, but uh, 
This is the first movie that I spent $85 in the dine-in theater at, bro. We went hard that night. Okay? Right. Because mm -hmm. I needed the You comfort. got the Goodman special. <laughs> Pretty much. <I> <laughs> a whole Thanksgiving dinner set for six people. Diabetes. So, <laughs> um... So pretty much just some uh, some background on this. Uh, the original Cloverfield was like a really big hit, like found footage film. It was kind of the first movie of its time to mix that big like summer blockbuster type of filmmaking with um, the Blair Witch style, you know, or like yeah, the found style, footage. Found yeah, footage, found footage kind of the thing. style that Blair Witch pioneered. And pretty much ever since then, I don't know if you guys were on Netflix in the early part of the last decade, but it was all found footage horror films because they're so cheap to make and they can be really effective. And actually later mm -hmm. on in the show, we'll bring it up, but there's a found, far, uh, found footage film that Nick and I actually like quite a lot. You know what I'm talking about. It took me a second <laughs> to figure out what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, um... Everyone's been holding out for 13 years who are fans of this movie, and obviously we we've been the, waiting. We, <laughs> and obviously, obviously we had the pseudo sequel, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, which was really good. Um, he burned that one guy with acid. Uh, mm -hmm. You guys haven't seen that movie? No, uh, I haven't. I've seen I'll the original Cloverfield. Yeah, but I actually I seen that one. at this point, if you have no interest in seeing the sequel to this, or rather this. I would check out 10 Cloverfield Lane because it's just a totally different beast. Um, mm -hmm. And then they had the critically panned uh, Cloverfield Paradox, which is essentially one of those movies that just J.J. Abrams bought and then just put the Cloverfield title on. And they stuck it on Netflix because there was no way that was getting a theatrical release. That was the only one that I saw, and I enjoyed it. Like It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't art. It? it was a Netflix movie. It was just like <laughs> typical garbage you see on Netflix. You know, I, I had a good time. You know Is that he tells he tells that story like the way I know like so back when we used to buy DVDs, uh, Schindler's List came in two separate DVDs, and I know two friends of mine who started watching that movie, and they thought the movie was like. 35 minutes long because they put in the second part first. They're like, oh, okay, this, this is okay. I don't see why everyone's making a big deal about it, though. It's kind of short for everyone to make such a big deal about it. There's no character development. We're just At, jumping into oh, it. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, see, the, the pacing was great. They really hit the starting right to the point. I looked at my watch when the credits started rolling. I was like, that was like 45 minutes. It's fastest two and a half hours of my life. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, the, another interesting bit of trivia is that the director, so JJ Abrams and Matt Reeves actually started out working for Steven Spielberg, like converting his films and like keeping his, uh, his pretty much his film stock, uh, let's say well-kept, you know, like cleaning ladies, but for film. Um, and wait, really? Yeah. I never knew they they were his like personal film assistants. I think they, basically. they worked in his they worked in his warehouse or something like that, and they worked in that department like organizing film canisters and shit like that. Mm -hmm. The warehouse at the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's the that's the one. That's <laughs> yeah. the one. As a matter okay. of fact, J.J. Okay. Abrams is pushing the cart. <laughs> uh, but so obviously we know who J.J. Abrams is. But the director of this film went on to become Matt Reeves, who. Did the Planet of the Apes trilogy, which I love. I know that Joe's a big fan too because he likes. Uh, I love Planet of the Apes of the <laughs> happening of the right now. Yeah. Uh, and until dawn. Until, until of dawn. Until dawn. 
I saw um, the old ones from the sixties. Does that count? <laughs> no, I just like the the monkey on the, the monkey the on the horse, horse shooting yeah. machine guns. Yeah. I was like, I remember I saw the trail. I was like, nope, not gonna get me again. Uh-uh. <laughs> they got, to the they got him. They got wheels <laughs> and two machine guns. I was like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Um, and, so that was like riding on a standing on a horse. Yeah, you like to think that you've seen it all until you see a monkey riding a horse. <laughs> Wielding two Just wait until it happens in real life. I remember when like, we... I'm ready. I, I, I'm ready. prepared. I remember watching those movies going, yo, those are real apes. All right, they're not fooling me. Okay, <laughs> real apes. They, circus. Come on, they are real apes that they trained. Uh, but now, Matt Reeves, as we know, has gone on and he is now directing and writing and directing the new Batman film. So he's come a long way. And obviously I don't think he's going back to this sequel at all, but I just hope they find like a fresh young director who like wants to not only get his feet wet, but like dive head first into this. You know what I mean? I hope they get somebody that, that does the same thing that JJ Abrams did to star Wars and just fucking ruins it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get. JJ. Is it, is it going to be another found footage? Do we know that yet? Do, is there any any creative on it at all? I don't. I'm not entirely sure if it's going to be found footage. However, they have discussed this in the past, and they said that there was like soldiers there that night with head cameras, and other people had. You know, this was also before cell phones, you know, or maybe cell phones were around. But you know, you guys remember sending Early. pictures and videos to each other back then. It sucked. Uh, so, honestly, who knows? But whatever it is, I'm in. I want to know what happens to the monster, okay? I want to see the monster. In the first one, you <laughs> see the monster for like a smidgen of a second. Like half a second, you see that giant thing. I want to actually see it this time. That's all good monster movies, you know? Like, yeah, you don't sh- barely see it. Even, yeah, but even like at Ed, the Ed, end, Ed, you Ed at least this. see, like, you, there's like a big reveal Shut of it. You're like, whoa, Bitch. there it is. This one, it's like you see, like, its eye, and that's Bro. about it. I don't know. I've never seen but it. But even, so. even uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a, a bit of a gross exaggeration. But even Ed, Ed, and Eddie knew in their monster episode <laughs> that they couldn't show <laughs> the whole monster until the end when he's throwing Which up. Which, that's pinnacle monster. True. When yeah. he's throwing up chunky puffs on people and sticking them to the wall. Uh, so, moving on. Cloverfield 2. I'm excited when it comes out. And if we're still doing this, we're doing an episode on it. Uh, Lil Yachty developing an action heist movie based on the Uno card game. <laughs> Don't really understand what the thought process is there. So someone want to fill me in? It's the logical next step after <laughs> yeah. 2020. Yeah. After the year that we just had, this is what we need. Is this going to yeah. be like I Pixel mean... or like uh, the emoji moving? <laughs> I, I, I just imagine like what his pitch was. To the creators of Uno, where he's just like, all right, I want to do an action heist movie with it. And they're like, I don't know how you're going to do that, but fuck it. Yeah, here are the rights to it. Go for it, man. <laughs> I can imagine the most amazing pitch and be like, all right, and what's the catalyst here? What's, you know, what's really going to, the motive for these characters? Uno. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, someone's going to die and they're going to play a reverse card. And then oh. the other person's oh. actually going to die. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a wild card. Uh-huh. I can just kind of picture in him typing up the email like, Yo, Hasbro, <laughs> I got this idea. <laughs> but yeah. Hasbro said they were like, 
we've made, you know, we want to make movies out of all of our games. You know, this is part of like a long line of movies. And like they named Barbie was one of them. It's like, okay, you made a Barbie movie about Barbie. You didn't turn Uno into a heist movie. <laughs> yeah, but very different. You want to know this who is the you next can, MCU? You want to know who yeah. you can blame for that though? You can blame that on Michael Bay because as much as we shit uh, on the Transformers movies, those movies made billions of dollars and sold even mm -hmm. more merchandise mm -hmm. for Hasbro. Who did the Battleship movie? Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, like that's with Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna. I feel like that's the same type of thing. They're like, Is we'll take a board like game and turn it into it. Yo, yeah, did you guys re did you guys see that movie? No. Okay. No, I never saw it. Uh, I went to go see it with my friends yeah. when it came out, right? Dude. The, you know, the pegs in Battleship, yeah, like that you yeah. put in the board. That that is the alien gunfire in that movie. So <laughs> when the battleships oh. get hit, the pegs insert into the ship and explode. And I swear to, God, I can't remember if they said they sunk our battleship. I really hope they did at one point. Oh, they must. Uh, have. But That's even metal. even then, there was. The the way they ended up taking down the aliens was with snipers. They shot snipers through the the, the windshields. Like, is this just a battleship like movie? Just What's like going on? Yeah, just like the board game. I remember. I was like, all right, sniper to D two, and you're and, going. Uh, that was not uh, Michael Bay. That was uh, Peter Berg. Yeah, that's uh, right. But okay. he made it exactly like a Michael Bay movie. Like, he, oh yeah, yeah, oh a hundred percent, yeah. Like that's what they but, told him. They were like. You see Transformers do that shit. I remember thinking this has to be some kind of like Jumanji setup where like it's just kids playing a game and somehow, you know, it infiltrates their real life. Or I'm thinking there's going to be 10 characters that all correspond with a number. Ooh, okay. Oh, that's okay. kind of like uh, Reservoir card. Dogs. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's okay. what they actually. Were... <laughs> it is going to be Reservoir Dogs. That was yeah. a whole heist. Yeah, has yep. Lil with colors too. You Red guys one. think Lil Yachty has seen Reservoir Dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how old is Lil Yachty? Is that he's like twenty? He's around our age, 26, 27, 28. Lil Yachty's twenty three years old. There's no way. No, he's seen wow. He has <sighs> not seen Reservoir Dogs. Hey, but you want to know what? I mean, He's making an Uvo movie, and we're sitting here talking about it. So, get him. <laughs> but at least we've seen Reservoir Dogs. That's true. That's so true. He just threw us the wild card card. Mm -hmm. Oh, or sorry, the draw four. Ah, no, it's the worst. <laughs> How am I supposed to shout Uno now? All right. Okay. Either way, uh, Valve, <laughs> Valve right. is getting sued uh, for abusing Steam to keep PC game prices high. Now listen, I don't know about you guys because, uh, well, I guess Nick, you two now, now that we game so much together. Um, have you guys seen that on Steam, the game prices are always super high? Like even months after a game has come out, they don't drop the price at all. Like for, I was talking about this last week, for <laughs> Resident Evil 7, I was going to buy a copy of that and send it to Nick just for like, hey, play this. So when we do Resident Evil, I have somebody to bounce off of, right? Yeah. And as it uh, turns out, it's still $30 on there. I'm not I'm not even worth $30 to you. <laughs> well, I'm, I would just go find it somewhere cheaper <laughs> on the internet. Business expense, come on. So listen, everyone, yeah. Steam is the reason why G2A exists, okay? When Steam drops its prices, G2A will no longer exist. Either way, though, uh... 
in their contract that they were making with developers who were also putting their games on other platforms, they were requiring that they keep that they set the prices not only on their platform, but for the platforms that the game was also being uh, sold on. This way, it's basically just creating a monopoly, saying that, you know, most people, like, everybody has an adverse reaction to anything but Steam. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. understand where all the hatred... <laughs> Personally, I get the hate for Origin because it's EA and it's the worst. But as far as, like, Game Pass is concerned, I don't really... You know, it's through Xbox. That app's not that bad. And as soon as anyone mentions the Epic Game Store, like, it's, it's as if you, you know... I don't want to say anything too offensive, but it's pretty much as if you've, you know, committed a sin. So I, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand that hatred of the side on that side of it. However, I do understand having all your games in one place. So mm-hmm. this is them trying to incentivize that movement more. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. it's 30 yeah. bucks over here or it's 30 bucks over here. Might as well just get it for Steam because that's where most of my games are anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who who is actually this is a class action lawsuit, right? I believe it's a legal firm. Oh, it's a legal firm. Okay. Cuz actually uh Valve was actually just fined uh a couple days ago 4 million dollars um for with their Steam controller. They uh had patent infringement against uh what's that company Scuff. Yeah. That makes those uh the like custom controllers. So basically uh Valve is just getting fucked from all sides right now. I mean, as they should. <laughs> but they've been doing the fucking for too long. That's true, mm-hmm. and it's an Ohio. They're running out of steam. Ohio <laughs> running out of steam. Damn. That's good. That's it. Ohio-based law show. firm. G- give Sater. that man a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's Vors Sater, Vores Sater. Is it Ohio-based law firm that um? Oh yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> steam distribution right. agreement. You have forces. dealings with them, Joe. Uh, developers yeah. to agree with the price of PC game on Steam platform with the same price of game developers sell their PC games on other platforms. So yeah, they're creating a monopoly. They're trying to manipulate the market. You know, kind of like some other apps did over the past couple weeks, but we already talked about that. Oh, they're the controllers. Yeah, this, is, well, this, controller is, this is the scuff one, just for Okay. Reference. Nice. And so it was actually it was the little back bumpers there that uh, the Steam controller uh, stole uh, as part of the uh, patent infringement. Which is supposed kind to be of new buttons. What? Yeah, man. It's supposed okay. to be like yeah, more buttons. Else. I mean, which is kind of insane to me because like even the pro there's there are and there's a a thing you can buy for like a DualShock Four or even the DualSense now that gives you those triggers. You just plug it into the bottom of the controller and you get two extra like four extra triggers and. The Xbox One's Pro Controller, which is like, or no, I'm sorry, Elite Controller, it's like $150, comes with those extra triggers. So I'm not sure what the exact infringement would be on Steam. You know what I mean? Or on Valve, it's just a pat- it's, it's just a patent. I actually, yeah. I, I think, uh, Danny, I think uh, it's actually the button on the side, not the paddles in the back. Oh, so I think I, maybe, I think yeah. the patent is for these side buttons next uh, to where the, uh, okay. the yeah where the bumpers are. I said we bring back the uh, N sixty four controller with that weird thing just Dude, sticking down the middle. I mm-hmm. I and we get the, the Game Shark pack in the back and everything. Did you guys did you guys know that the Wii nunchuck controller is just that middle N sixty four? Yeah, like I didn't know that until I started playing N sixty four. 
like within the last like two years. And uh, it turns out I hate that controller. That's the worst controller I've ever used in my life. Oh, they were, they were they were it was at the time it was the best. No, so I don't think it was ever like considered it. the best or revolutionary ever. Think at about the what time you had. it was. Think the about best. what you had yeah. before that. You had a joystick, and that was it. And you were happy to have it. And even I had Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo, there was no joystick. It was just the diagonal or uh, the uh, directional. Wait, hold ones. up, Pat, you no didn't joystick. grow up with an N64. I had an N64. Yeah. Really? Just, yeah. You're acting like you're acting like you never played with one. No, mm-hmm. no, I had. I, mm-hmm. First of all, at the time, I didn't know the difference. But like I now, after doing a lot of research and going back and playing it, I don't think that controller was ever regarded as great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think some people and think Danny, same value. Danny, to your mm. point about the Super Nintendo only having uh, a D-pad, they were they were 2D platformers. What more did you need? Mm-hmm. And look, and look who brought in 3D gaming. Mm-hmm. The same company. The controller. <laughs> the controller. <laughs> the exact same people who made the, the controller. controller. Guys, it's gonna be phased out next year when VR takes over. So, <laughs> honestly, I gotta get one of those headsets. Uh, but. I mean, I stare at screens too long as it is. So yeah, read a book. I should read a book, but I, I can't read. You guys know that. You can read it in VR. It's fine. No, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Virtual book reading. I can't. Read. <laughs> you just read the pages like this. They come to life. Um, all right. So uh, it's time for our favorite segment, you guys. At least our newest favorite segment that we try to use the graphic for as much as possible. It's let a watch. Okay, I don't know why that played twice. But, uh, so, this week we got some news on Justice League, because I feel like it's it's just going to start pouring out now that, the, now that we have an official release date. So, Justice League has been rated R for violence and language, and they released some pictures of Jared Leto as the Joker, and he looks... I mean, you can't really see what he looks like. However, it just looks like he has longer hair. So what's up with that? He looks the same to me. <laughs> no, I mean, like it, it looks like he has the uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker hair oh, going yes. on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kind of, but it's kind of, yeah, like it's really hard to tell. But that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, no, this. I definitely get that vibe. Also, in addition to this, we're getting a new trailer next Sunday. So, oh baby! So reaction, oh, okay. a re- a copyright claimed reaction. I was about to say, can't wait for the copyright to come in for you. Ooh, and what's going on with um? We talked about this a couple weeks ago. But what's going on with uh, Cyborg, or the actor that plays Cyborg? He's gone. He's there. He's like, we don't talk about him anymore. Yeah, this is his last one for sure. Okay, so it's still him in it. Yeah, they didn't replace him okay, with cool. anyone. You know, <laughs> they tried to put in Will Smith at the last second, but it didn't work. Not again. Yeah, they're gonna. Not again. (laughs) (laughs) Not not again. Not after what he did to Suicide Squad. I still haven't finished that movie, but I'm never going to. Really, the new one looks really good. You know, because it's it's James. (laughs) They're gonna get it this time. (laughs) Well, it's it's James Gunn. It's James Gunn. You know, you you know. Yeah. So what happened with um? What happened with Birds of Prey? It came out. It came out. (laughs) I thought so. I thought I saw it, and then just like. Nobody really talked about yeah. this at all. Oh, actually, if we want to talk about that real quick, because Joe, that's an interesting topic. Um, Birds of, is Bird, it on like Netflix or something? I don't. I'm just seeing the title. It's probably it on, on HBO. Platform. It's probably on HBO Max now. That's probably it. And yeah. you know, to be completely honest, 
I saw that movie and it did not live up to the expectations I thought it was going to be. And I get the style and choices behind it, but like the, the, the fucking title of the movie is birds of prey and the, or yeah, birds of, was it Harley Quinn birds of prey and the fantabulous exoneration some some bullshit i don't know i can't even remember it. you're hurting my brain yeah exactly (laughs) either way either way though it got uh when the movie came out it did so shitty at the box office the first weekend for a superhero movie they fucking changed the name of the of the movie to just harley quinn birds of prey after it came out. Oh, really? Yeah, to try and <laughs> They're get... like, come on, you loved this for Halloween two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> come on, um... remember those fun those fun nights? Everyone was Harley Quinn. But Yeah, that's very interesting. And yeah. here's the thing. And you also mentioned not living up to expectation. Whose expectations? Come on. Uh mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think uh what's his name? <laughs> you you give me a name. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> my expectations. Uh I think you and McGregor was really good as Black Mask. What is going on? What is going on? Oh, God. Who is that? Avalanche? It is. What the fuck was that? Oh, man. What what did that hit on the scale? What was that? (laughs) Sorry, I'll be right back. <laughs> Something's going on. I think Nick is in the middle of an avalanche, dude. Yeah, is there just a, a mudslide? A bulldozer coming through his living room. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's keeping it really calm and collected for whatever that was. Just, oh my god! It, his know? house just shifted off of its foundation. Huh, that window in the background doesn't look square anymore. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, something's going on here. Yeah, that but, was uh, bizarre, Nick. <laughs> But oh, uh, somebody I, heard us I, talking. I just looked shit. it up. Go ahead. The, the the movie was called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yes, right. Yes, that is a mouthful. Son, you good? What happened? There was an avalanche. <laughs> Some... I'm buried under six feet of snow right now. We were theorizing that a bulldozer drove through your living room. Well, I mean, it got it got trapped up in the avalanche yes. and landed on the house. But I mean, wow. he wasn't oh. try, he wasn't aiming for the house. Damn. Is he all right? I don't know. <laughs> he's under. Six I got a pod. I got a podcast to do. Yeah, he's got, I got a show covered. to do. He's under six feet of snow. <laughs> um, he'll be fine. He'll be okay. <laughs> so anyway, before that derailed us. Um. Danny, what was the what was the name of the movie? Tell Nick again. So the name of the movie was uh, "Birds of Prey" and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. I think it's doesn't my that, title. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? Yeah. Hey, hey, I mean, what was it? You know how I wound up loving the bomb? Like it's not the first time it's been done. That's, That's true. true. If Stanley Kubrick can do it, yeah, then so can Kathy uh, Yan. Uh, that being said, though, I thought Ewan McGregor was good in that movie. And I think Margot Robbie was good in that movie. Everybody else was just there. And the birds of prey aren't even in the movie until the last scene. And not like they get together and they form the birds of prey and they take on the bad guy. I mean, like, literally the last scene of the movie. They're like, we're you mean like, prey. You mean like the Knights of Ren? Yeah, pretty much. How we were teased the Knights of Ren and then they showed up for five seconds in well, the third movie. You want to know what? And got decimated. <laughs> you know what, Nick? This is twice you've brought up Star Wars during this show. I'm still <laughs> mad about it. Is there something you want to say about Star Wars? Uh, J.J. Abrams. 
Yeah. I'm really, I'm not hey, mad. I'm disappointed. This is gonna come out sounding really stupid, like most things. But um, so Kathleen Kennedy, no relation to the Kennedy family. Is that a question or a statement? It's a question. Because I'm just curious, because it seems like the Kennedy curse has affected the whole Star wow. Wars franchise. <laughs> I just had this thought yesterday. So, um, No, but her contract's up this year, and it's looking like uh, there's an internal power struggle between her, Favreau, and Filoni. Really? Oh, yeah, I think no one's taking down Favreau. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, he can't I'm, be stopped. I'm he team can't, he, he's a bulldozer. Yeah, I'm team Favreau, Filoni. I'm with it. Let's do it. Let's make good Star mm-hmm. Wars stuff forever and ever. But anyway, we're getting far and away from the point. So, uh, Ju- <laughs> Justice League got an R rating. Are we happy? Is this good? We're we're good for four hours of R rated superhero action. Sure. I mean, I, I think like if if DC just really wants to separate themselves from Marvel, I mean they're they're not gonna win. <laughs> That's for sure. They're not gonna win. Then they might as well just get gritty and make it R rated and be like, Marvel's got the fun superhero stuff we got the gritty superhero Jesus stuff Christ. just go all out with it they can't even do that the boys already happened it's been done better they yeah, can't win. plus like i don't know if you guys saw ben affleck's daredevil from 2005 but that's like the grittiest superhero movie i've ever seen in my life so gritty <laughs> but i mean that that's the only thing i can think of is like why not why not just get really gritty with it? You know, let Marvel have sort of the comic booky, cartoony part of it, and yeah. just dive deep into yeah. it. Like, well, considering a... no, go ahead. There's already been movies done with like hyper violence and all this stuff. It just means they're going to show somebody naked. So who are they going to show naked? I think mm, Batman. Has, I point. think Batman has an f bomb too. I hope he has multiple f bombs. I hope Superman has f bombs. Hell, I hope Wonder Woman's dropping the f bomb. I, I all right. I'm going to say it right here. I want to see Ben Affleck's dick in this movie. 100%. You Nick, say that in every movie. It, yeah. I was saying well, I mean, you, you said that I was saying Well, no. See, that's different that's for me. I'm saying. Even yeah, the movie he's not Hunting. in. <laughs> you said that about Pearl Harbor. So maybe this is the one. I've been waiting. Even as long as Lil Yachty's been around. That's <laughs> <laughs> Even the movies he's not in, I sit there in anticipation. Maybe There's this not is a it. lot of plot in Pearl Harbor. There's plenty of time to show nudity. That's actually how I do my reviews. Is like, does it have Ben Affleck's dick in it? And if it doesn't, strike. Not one. That's one star down. Yeah, pretty. No much. movie has ever gotten five stars from Pat. No. <laughs> no. And you want to know what? Maybe if they tried harder, they would get five stars. <laughs> Even just a picture. There's your final star. All right. So moving on, boys. We had some big game movie trailers. I don't know why that was required, but uh, so let's um let's start off strong here. Falcon Winter Soldier. Did you guys see the trailer? Yeah. Yeah. I missed it during the actual game, so I had to rewatch it online. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I saw it. So uh, I know that we're all. We're all watching WandaVision right now. I think everybody's all caught up to this point, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that looks to be much more conventional Marvel film fare than WandaVision is. At least I think so. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That being said, there's a couple things that this trailer confirmed that we knew was going to happen. One, Kurt Russell's son, Wyatt Russell. <laughs> is officially in he's playing he's playing yeah i know his name is wyatt russell it's absolutely ridiculous Mm -hmm. so so um 
the uh he's playing US agent Not which fun. is supposed to be the government's uh response to Captain America dying. So even though the even though he handed off that shield to Sam at the end of Endgame, Sam hasn't officially accepted being Captain America yet and the government's right. like, "Hey, um that's ours. You just you just can't have that." So that I I imagine they'll be playing with the diet done at least character-wise, they'll be playing with the dynamic between Bucky and Sam as, you know, they, you know, because those guys aren't, like, friends. They're, like, you know, it's like when you have one mutual friend, you don't ever see the other guy unless you see him. You know what I mean? And now they're being forced to be friends. Exactly. now that other friend is mm-hmm. 85 years old. Yeah. That's how I felt about Danny when he and I first started hanging out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, we'll know, I don't know about now. this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now you guys hang out alone every weekend and it's really <laughs> all the time. we actually don't like anyone else hanging out with us yeah it's not healthy um i was gonna say quick thoughts on the trailer it looks really cool uh why is anthony mackie taking over the role of terrence howard he's like such a jerk now all of a sudden i, I don't is what he? <laughs> yeah, it looks like in the trailer. He's, he's he's a little cocky. Oh uh, well, he's acting like a big old douche. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's his Walking character arc because he doesn't want to give like he doesn't want to give Bucky an inch. You know what I mean? He's stuck with Bucky mm. now. You know what I mean? It's not like he's like, well, oh yes, I'm with Bucky forever now. He's stuck why, with Bucky. Why, do we know why they're paired up? Like, why are they a team? I have no they're idea. Superheroes. Uh, the other thing though, actually, Nick, on that note, is that Agent Thirteen is going to be in the film. I mean, in the film, in the series, uh, which is Peggy Carter's grandniece or whatever, the one that, yeah. the one that uh, Captain America made out with in Civil War. Nice. That they watched from the car. You remember that scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good scene. <laughs> Sharon Carter. Sharon He's Carter. He's in every generation. Sharon Carter. <laughs> in every generation. So if you're if you're time traveling, you might as well. Yeah. Like imagine oh, what boy. that 23 me timeline looks like, you know? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Why is Steve Rogers coming up every 50 years? <laughs> there he is again. <laughs> and oh, then it's just he went back in time and he came back. <laughs> oh, this year's he went as Stefan Rogers and <laughs> <laughs> In 86. <laughs> um, the one thing I want to talk about with you guys before we move on to the next trailer is the villain. Did you guys see Zemo? Yeah. So now originally in uh, Captain America Civil War, when they said Zemo was the villain, everybody thought it was going to be that guy, which go he in the comic book, he goes by Baron Zemo, right? <laughs> and it's actually relevant because his mask in the comic in 19-whatever gets super glued to his face, like super adhesive Gorilla Glue. And I don't know if you guys saw that video of that girl that used Gorilla Glue to style her hair. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. I think not. Gorilla Glue's got uh, some so, bad PR going on right now. So uh, the way they spun it was in everyone thought that Zemo was just going to be Z- the Zemo from 1942's grandson in this film. However, what they did was instead of calling him Baron Zemo, they called him Helmut Zemo. So it's like a, a spin on it and it's just a different guy altogether. Now he's adopting that persona of the guy from 1942. So that mask 
is gonna get super glued to his face. And I hope they 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 just they don't gloss over that. Like they really go so, for it. I I had speculated that it was gonna be Zemo or some kind of similar type character in WandaVision that's watching all the monitors. Because we keep seeing all the imagery of Hydra. Um, you know, now that things have progressed, I'm not so sure. But like, do what? What do you think about that, Pat? Do I think it's going to tie into WandaVision? Yeah, Zemo at all? Uh, Zemo, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I think more WandaVision's more supernatural than it is Secret Agent. Because I think that's the thing I like more about the Captain America movies than I ever did about the Iron Man movies, or let's say the. Um, or even the Thor movies is that they're not supernatural or like, or like they're dudes flying around in suits. They're bombs and bullets, and that's my right. favorite type of action film. And from that one scene where it looks like they're on a train or they're like on a bunch of eighteen wheelers, it looks like more of that. You know, you see Sharon yeah. Carter, um, Bucky, and uh, Sam like beating the shit out of a bunch of henchmen, which is what I'm all for. So. I'm hoping that it just kind of stays in that lane of it being more like, you know, bombs and bullets as opposed to supernatural. And I hope WandaVision stays more in the supernatural lane. So we get to, but I mean, also at the same time, they'd be stupid not to cross them over at some point because WandaVision just gets better with every episode at this point, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we'll I, talk, I, I agree. Especially we'll after the, <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. have an episode about that eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> Just before we go, just before we move on to the next topic, real quick, WandaVision ends, there's a week break, and Falcon Winter Soldier starts. Well, there cool. is speculation that there's a secret episode. There's a episode secret episode, 10. yeah. So I don't, who knows what that'll be, and maybe it's a crossover. I don't know. It's just, it's not on, it's not on the list right now, and I read the list of everything Marvel's putting out in 2021 just the other night, and it's absolutely insane. So if they could squeeze another episode in there, you know, go for it, because it's good. But uh, right now, it's looking like there's just a week break, and then it's back to Fridays on Disney Plus for me. And uh, um, wh- one note before I sorry if I interrupted, but no, I did no, want to no, have no. one note before we move on to the next topic. Uh, Gone Girl did have a Ben Affleck penis in it, it as did? over my shoulder. It if you did? can see it, yeah, subtle. It's that that's Ben Affleck's uh, dick right there. You can see it, bro. Yeah, anything? Are we putting that on YouTube but- right now? Yeah, I was about to say. You yeah, really yeah, you should, it's just the side of it, though. You can barely tell. <laughs> oh, I, see it now. I thought I was looking at, like, you can barely tell or something hand. like that. Oh. What are you doing? doing? But the good, the good thing is, when you go to my close up, it gets cut off by the border. So Okay, so what kind of rating does oh, Gone Girl get? Yeah, yeah. So, Pat, what's your rating for yeah, Gone Girl? What's your rating now? Um, I actually didn't finish Gone Girl. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you but saw that with Neil Patrick. It's got, it's got at least one star, though. <laughs> yes, by by all accounts, it has at least one star now. So I'll finish Gone Girl right there, and I'll I'll uh, I'll um. Can you take that down? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me! And I see I'll, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, that's, that's Ben Affleck's gonna copyright claim us now, Nick. Don't you get it? It's a war. That's on God. <laughs> all right. So next trailer, uh, old. I didn't see this coming when I saw the trailer for it during the Super Bowl. I had no idea what it was the entire time we were watching it until finally it said an M. Night Shyamalan movie. I was like, really? No shit. They're doing an M. Night Shyamalan movie. And uh, then it turned out to be this trailer where people are aging rapidly and all types of stuff. So um, 
Nick, you said you had some stuff for us, right? You had some thoughts. Oh, well, I mean, I don't really have as many thoughts as anybody who talks shit on M. M Night Shyamalan can suck my dick. Wow, that's a bold proclamation. He'll hold you to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's yeah, he's made some terrible movies, but haven't we all? I mean, <laughs> I <laughs> haven't. Made, made, I mean, thought that uh, Signs was damn good. Yeah, no, I mean, Signs was good. I I'm just glad that he's now able to put his name back on movies again. <laughs> yeah, like what was That's the Will true. Smith movie oh, that he after, did? They weren't allowed Earth. to put his name on it. It was, was that after, after Earth. Earth. Yeah. A- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember we watched. Oh, I'm just glad he can now advertise himself again. Yeah, we watched that. He's had whole as movie. many good movies as Billy Joel had good albums. You know. Yeah, exactly. Why is he held to a higher standard? I don't get it. I think it's because mm-hmm. he blew everyone away with his first two movies, which was, uh, The Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. And it was signs, and now have you guys seen the Sixth Sense? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's incredible. incredible. Have you seen Signs? Really, really yeah. good. Amazing. Didn't didn't Unbreakable come before Signs? Oh, may, maybe it was Unbreakable before Signs. You're right. Maybe. Yeah, Unbreakable was and, good and too. Un- that that was the Unbreakable was really good. Yeah, it, that was great. Um, not as much, not as great as its sequel, Glass. Um, but <laughs> have you guys? Uh, I mean, he had what? What came after Signs? It was The Village. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen The Village? No, but it was still really popular oh, yeah. when it came out. I I really liked The Village as a kid, and then I rewatched it when I got older, and it was less good, but still okay. Yeah, I I kind of think that the thought is stupid. It's like you you didn't hear a plane or like a weed whacker or something. Like you guys weren't that far. <laughs> um, so. I remember, but the village as a kid was crazy good. Um, Lady in the Water. I remember mm-hmm. the boom is in like ninety percent of the shots in that movie. That's <laughs> the, what? The, the what? The, the moon? The boom, the boom mic. The boom mic is in like ninety percent of the shots of that movie. Um, Paul Giamatti's in it. It's really weird. And then <laughs> we'll put he, him in there. <laughs> and then he did. And then he did the happening. Have you guys seen the Mark Wahlberg's best movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that where people are just disappearing? Mm-hmm. No, no, they're killing themselves. They're actually cut And then they disappear. So the <laughs> <laughs> So the plot of that movie is like the trees are like, "Oh, we have to get rid of these people." So they emit some pheromone that makes people commit suicide, right? However, it only happens in the Northeast. It happens nowhere else in the world besides from the Northeast. So Mark Wahlberg has to, like, escape Boston or whatever, and he's a really bad actor throughout the whole movie. Um, They just don't like New England accents. That's all it is. Probably. Mm -hmm. And then after that, he had – it was like – But all right, hold on, hold on. But people liked – what was the one that John Krasinski did – a couple of years ago, a quiet place. A quiet place. Mm-hmm. People liked a quiet place, but they didn't like that. They didn't. They didn't like uh, the happening. Have you seen? Have you seen a quiet place? I hate like really quiet good. place. It really? Okay. Yeah. Really? I mean, not that I want to derail the conversation, no, but I was really disappointed. I agree. I agree with you, Nick. That a quiet place is really awesome when you don't think about it, but when you start to think about it, the cracks form very fast. <laughs> Same it's thing with, with M Night. All right. So why why is John Krasinski a genius, but M Night Shyamalan is a pariah in Hollywood? Oh my god! Probably because it was his first movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> M Night Shyamalan wasn't Jim beforehand. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And M Night Shyamalan didn't get jacked afterwards too. Jim did. 
Jim remembers. <laughs> so, uh, however, this movie old. What what is old for plane? I guess. Uh, what is even going on? Like they're on some beach, I guess, where they where like the kids like grow up super fast or something, or and like the uh the uh what's it called? The parents are getting super old. You know what I mean? The kid gets yeah. pregnant. Yeah, yeah, someone gets pregnant. And also, like, I, like where are they? Did they do, like, a trip to, like, Bali or something like that? Bailey. I really don't know. <laughs> Probably Grand Cayman Islands. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I... No, go on. No, no, I was just going to say, like, I mean, it's, like, they're, they're like, just getting older. But I wonder, like, what is, like, the weird little twist going to be? Like, yeah, they all actually, like, twist. they actually all, like, pass out for, like, years at a time. And then just suddenly they wake up and they're older. <laughs> I don't know. There's a magic. See, there's a magic. It's troll. got you asking questions. That's true. Like That's a good true. trailer should. Danny, so help me God, if you move your video feed one more time, <laughs> this I whole, haven't minimized. This whole podcast is nothing but me changing the video size. I haven't done anything on my laptop you for are, the record. I think M Night Shyamalan is directing this episode. So, what's the t- <laughs> What's the twist? Oh God, I'm seeing it now. Actually, you know like, would be a really big twist for M Night Shyamalan if there wasn't a twist. <laughs> Actually, everyone's <laughs> expecting it. Well, just the end of old, everyone just dies. That's what I kind of. Yeah. That's what I kind of feel like. Is uh, oh what's that? <laughs> There's nothing. Um, He's done it again. <laughs> um, the visit. The visit was the movie that put him back on the map. Uh, as have you guys, Joe, Danny, have you guys seen the visit? Didn't we? I think we watched yeah. that with Joe, right? Mm, I might have seen parts of it. Joe, you remember when she was under the under the porch and she was galloping? And I didn't. And Pat lost his shit. <laughs> Yo, bro, watch the scene where they play hide and seek under at least just. Okay, I'm gonna look it up for that. Oh my god, dude! It's just right, she is, is straight up galloping. The visit. She is galloping I, I like a horse. To anybody, any of the three watchers that we have right now, if you haven't seen the visit and you don't know the twist. Watch it. It's a great horror film. Uh, it had me on the edge of my seat. Uh, like, no jump scares, just straight up classic horror. Yeah, and you want to know, know the best part about it? Is that, like, I wasn't expecting a twist. So when yeah. there was one, I was like, oh, shit, this is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think he didn't write it. He just directed it, correct? I don't know. I know I, that he, I, he put his that. own money into it, though, because no one else would give him money for it. No, he, was he the, wrote it. I'm uh, just looking it up now. He beach. wrote it. This is a found footage? Yes. Movie? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, dude. Okay. It turns out when you ruin your career enough times, you know, you have to, like, go back to basics pretty much. And mm-hmm. so he was like, all right, well, I guess I'm just going to do a found footage film because uh, that's what all these young directors seem to be having a lot of success in. And uh, it was awesome. I really like it. I really like mm-hmm. The Visit. And it only cost five million dollars, and it made ninety. Wow! Yeah, holy shit! That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's why people were like, "Okay, you can make Split," and then Split was really good. And they were like, "Okay, you can make Glass," and everyone was like, "Oh, M Night's back! <laughs> He's back!" <laughs> good for the him. real M Night. All right. So, main topic for the night, boys. We watched Promising Young Woman. Anyway, um, so first we're gonna do non-spoilers and spoilers. So I'll just get it started right off the bat. Um, I still thought it was good. 
However, the trailer sold me a different movie than I watched. I felt the same way about this movie that I did when I watched uh, the the Octopus movie on Netflix. The Octopus teacher. No. (laughs) Yes, yeah, that's the one. My best friend, the Octopus. (laughs) (laughs) I missed that one. (laughs) So that movie, I was told through a series of tweets and a trailer that that guy fucks the octopus and you know what i know what he didn't do oh he didn't fuck the octopus this my octopus teacher yeah my octopus teacher. okay <laughs> all right i was like i gotta watch and guess what it was a great documentary it was extremely heartfelt and i was crazy emotional at the end of the film i was like oh my god this is beautiful but he didn't fuck the octopus so needless to say i felt disappointed in what <laughs> and the ben affleck's dick wasn't in it, yeah, it was true. Terrible. True. three stars three, three, three stars three stars all around so um however i kind of felt the same way about this movie except there you know without the octopus thing uh where that the trailer portrayed the main character as doing something way more heinous than what she's actually doing in the movie. I was like, wow, what a, like, I, I thought it was going to be that, that angle was going to be interesting. And then it turns out that wasn't what she was doing. And I, and even the first time they portray that situation, it looks as if it played out like that. And I was like, damn, this is going to be awesome. And then we get to the McLovin scene and, <laughs> and the veil is, you know, lifted. So, uh, overall, it's a, it's a stern talking to, it is a very stern talking to. So, I mean, overall for me, I thought it was good, but, and I thought it brought up a lot of important social issues that are not talked about enough. And even though some of it might've been a little bit on the nose, just a little, you know what I mean? Just not even pushing the envelope or leaving anything up to suggestion. Like it was really like spelled out for you, but I just felt like, I was sold something differently than what I ended up watching. Still good though. I would recommend it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't agree with that. I mean, I, it was exactly as I expected. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be any kind of like torture porn type thing. Um, and I felt like that just made it more grounded in reality too. I uh, yeah. actually had like the exact opposite reaction to Pat. Whereas I didn't know anything about this going into it, so I had no expectations, and I bought into like the first encounter that she had. I thought it was going to be what they led you to believe it was going to be. I was like pleasantly surprised when it wasn't that. And then uh, I was watching it with Alexis, and she was like, oh, this is a little bit on the nose. And my reaction was, I get the point that they're trying to make, and it it has to do with the story. Whereas with a lot of, like, to go back to a previous episode, Wonder Woman, a lot of this stuff in there was on the nose where, like, every single man was a douchebag and, like, had a comment. I was like, that's a little on the nose because it wasn't, like, had nothing to do with the message of the story overall, where this one I had no problem with that at all. I feel like for the topic they were trying to, the point they were trying to get across, I feel like you have to be on the nose. Because I almost feel like society as a whole tiptoes around all of this and they try not to say it like there was a specific word uh that i guess we can get into with the spoilers later that was not used once throughout the film because they're just trying to tiptoe around it Mm -hmm. and the whole point is you can't tiptoe around this 
systemic societal issue that's happening right, right now. Right, I get it. I'm an asshole, okay? <laughs> All right, I Can missed we get the into spoilers. Point. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's just get into spoilers cuz honestly, um First of all, all right, I watched the trailer. I thought she was murdering motherfuckers, and I was like, That's hell, what I yeah, I that is let's what I thought. do this. I thought we were killing people, and then the first encounter happens, and they leave it open to interpretation as if, like, she had killed that guy, but then... And she's eating the bloody hot dog. Exactly, and then, the, which was, like, super weird. I was, like, not down with the cannibalism, but, okay, we can kill people. That's awesome. And then Army when Hammer. she did the McLovin scene, <laughs> Army Hammer. And then when she did the McLovin scene, uh, that was totally not like it was just like it was just she was just like pretty much teaching him his lesson. But even then, personally, I don't think a guy like that should be given a second chance or a guy to be taught that lesson. He should have been murdered. That's what I. That's what I took and away from it at least. That I noticed was when she was doing the little check marks, like in her the tallies in her notebook, she was using red, red and, and blue. blue pens. And so when she did McLovin and she just, you know, gave him a talking to and then left, she used a blue pen. So it was like, oh, was she oh, actually oh, murdering the red pens as opposed to the blue pens? That's what I thought too. But no, sadly, I, that was that was not the that was not the way it uh, it played out. Well, we don't. Do we know? Do, do we know for sure that the red pen was? No, I think they murdered? would have insinuated left- that she killed them because she met up with his friend later on in the movie too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he would have said something like, "You're the oh, one that true. killed my buddy." <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good. You ate point. his dick on a hot dog. <laughs> so At seven in the morning. <laughs> what'd you guys think? What'd you guys think of the pacing? Because I thought it kind of like when it it got really interesting and good, it was awesome. But I felt like there was some lulls here and there. You know, like peaks which, and valleys. Which parts did you uh, feel were lulls? Yeah. Uh, in between everything that was non, in between everything that was confrontational, I felt kind of was lulls. So you, you didn't like the Bo Burnham parts? Yeah. I like because those were the lulls. I liked. You know, here's the thing. I like the Bo Burnham character. But I knew something was up with him as soon as he walked into frame. I yeah, was like, all right, I didn't want to believe it. I was like, yeah, this dude that's is the thing. Like, he's such a nice guy. He's yeah. so in on it. You know what I mean? Like he absolutely had something to do with this whole mystery that's unraveling. And actually, now that I say that out loud, I do appreciate the way the story was told, though. They didn't put it all up in your face. It they let you pretty much I guess uh, the best way to put it is they let the dominoes fall and you just watch them as they did. And it like, it was very well told, at least from that perspective and the ending before we even like, I- I'm not even going to comment on it yet. Cause I want us to like get everything out before that. I did not see that shit coming at all. That was no. some fucking, that is Honestly, some Tony Stark I would say shit. Maybe we don't even touch the ending. Anybody who's watching this and hasn't seen it, go watch this movie. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the I didn't mind the pacing because I felt like the whole time it was a balancing act, kind of like what Dan was saying. It was such a serious topic, but um, I think I read that strategically, uh, they decided to use comedians or guys or certain actors that you'd recognize from other movies. So when you see them in this, it's kind of just like, oh, it's True, yeah. it's that guy. Like it kind of like takes the edge off. It's a little bit. Well, yeah, not exactly. only that, but also it kind of like. It, it's disarming in one way, but also it's like, hey, these guys, these funny, nice guys that you might like could do you know these what? shitty things. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. And then even in tragic moments throughout, you know, the entire movie, there's also some kind of 
comedic side to it too. You yeah, know? you so know, it was really interesting. Uh, even to add to that, Nick, I think disarming is a better word than humanizing in this in this yeah. perspective, mm-hmm. because the the best villains in cinema, the best antagonists, are the the ones you can empathize with, the ones that you can see their perspective. Whereas in the like this movie, you don't want that at all. I don't want to know that those types of people's perspective, like at all, you know, they should be married, uh, murdered and buried underneath the prison as far as I'm concerned, but, um, disarming for sure. Cause you know, you would go, you know, Bo Burnham, you know, that could have been anyone's pediatrician, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he did this, he participated in this heinous act that, well, not only that, it's like, uh, it's he just to our generation. Like we grew up with him on YouTube not only yeah. the fact that he's like friendly pediatrician, this we've seen this guy growing up from the time he was 16, 17 making YouTube videos. That's true, yeah. And mm-hmm. and um you know, it's when they said that issue about when they were in the dean's office and they were like we get one or two accusations like this a week. I was like I don't know if that's based off of any real statistic, but if that's true that is fucking disgusting. Oh yeah. Like um, that I was so repulsed and I know they say that or at least like you know it's what you don't show on camera which is much scarier because then your imagination runs wild. This was one of those times where I wish they didn't follow that rule because my mind went places I would have never wished it had gone to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. even like a blurry like like it's out of focus while someone's watching the video would at least put some picture in my head but no mm-hmm. they put that on the viewer in this case you have to imagine what's going on through that audio you know what i mean yeah. and not that anyone should enjoy that but i'm just saying like that's the style that they chose and it was very effective i was going to say there's even the scene with the uh former academic advisor um i forgot that actor's name too um but yeah they mentioned like briefly that uh as long as they were willing to cover up former cases, all the advisors ended up getting bonuses and stuff. Now, and I'm just thinking, like, is that something that they just threw in to kind of like uh, build this character's backstory, or is that grounded in some you know reality as well? Oh, the the lawyer, the is like the, the lawyer? dean. Uh, it was Connie Britton playing a dean. No, yeah. that that no, was no, the no. scene that Pat was talking about. Which went to the guy's house, Alfred Molina, Doctor Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> Alfred uh, Molina. Molina. He was go. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't look like he? normal Alfred Molina. He was the uh, he was a lawyer. He was a lawyer. Okay, he was and, a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. And the point that he makes about social media being able to like pretty much derail any sort of um, case you have. Or even in this sense, like they said, it's so easy to dig dirt up on people like, you know, one picture with alcohol in it is like enough to throw out all of like the goodwill. It's just like, yeah, but also like, wouldn't those dudes be online with pictures with alcohol in them? You know what I mean? Like, and even to that end, we were just talking about this recently about how like the people who made those rules are the same people who like blatantly share like racist conspiracy theories on Facebook now. So like what 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 are the parameters? You know what I mean? What what does it take to get justice? And that is basically what this film explores. What does it mm-hmm. take to get justice? Because our justice system is broken. And, um, mm-hmm. That being said, not that we have to touch on any specifics. Do you think the ending was part of her plan? I think she prepared for it. I don't think she counted on it, but she prepared for it. Because I think even in the 
I, I guess we not to go into spoilers, but like even in like the message, there's something that talks about like in the event. Oh yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point actually. Yeah, no, I was um, mm. yeah, no, I I was um, very caught off very caught off guard by the ending for sure, and even like the, the I mean like the 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 and, two fucking characters like they, I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, you have an out here. You know what I mean? Just say she's a crazy hooker or something. You know what I mean? Or she's a crazy... I mean, she had all that all, all that prepared, though. You know what I mean? Her backstory yeah. and everything. But even then, it was just like, why... They... I think it shows that they thought, since they've gotten away with horrible things before, with no consequences, that it mm -hmm. was going to happen again. And she mm -hmm. prepared... You know, she... Excuse me she made sure that that wasn't going to happen this time. Right. You know what I mean? They were so used to the system working in their favor that they just thought it was like, it was an accident. It was like, he was trying to get that across to him. Like, all you got to do is think it and the system will work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Mm -hmm. There's so much deeper meaning to all this dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. But I like this. Yeah. Um, it was a good revenge story that didn't involve uh, killing somebody named Bill um, or wasn't surrounded in some kind of like a uh, high school, you know, backdrop or anything. But one thing that it didn't have going for it is Ben Affleck's dick. Yeah. Four stars. Yeah. And so Four for stars. that. It did have Paris Hilton's uh, Stars Are Blind, <laughs> that's, though. That's true. And yeah, that song's true. been stuck in my head ever since. <laughs> that's worth half a star, well, I think. Didn't it have like some weird orchestration of Toxic by Britney yeah. Spears, yeah. too? Yeah. Yes. yes. Which, yeah, uh, which was beautiful. Yeah, it was very appropriate. But uh, before we move on to Clip of the Week, overall, though, like I said, I was disappointed in just that aspect because I thought that's what the that's what the trailer sold me on. That's what I thought I was going for. Uh, but overall, I mean, like, I think this is a super important movie that not only should not only should women watch, but men should watch, too, and they should take some fucking notes during at least from my perspective, you know, not to sound like a, ah, but like, you know, you get what I'm saying. Such a nice and, guy. And also out, outside of the, uh, the, the message of the film, I really think that we should highlight how amazing Carrie Mulligan was in the movie. Yeah. Like this was, I don't know too many other Carrie Mulligan movies. Like I know great Gatsby and drive, but I mean, this was the, this was by far the best thing Actually, she's done that I've ever seen. <laughs> on that mm -hmm. topic, how old do you guys think she is? is she, well, I, I just know. pulled up her IMDb, don't so say don't, I'm not going to answer. Don't say it out loud. Okay. For, I thought she was in her 40s. she like 28? No, she's 30. But she does not look like she's 30. But she's 35. She's Oh, you're right. She's 30 in the movie. She's 35 in real life. But even then, bro. I, I feel like she looked a lot older, but that's just me. Maybe I sound like an asshole. I don't know. Well, I just don't know also, when she finds time to sleep. <laughs> that's yeah, true. that's true. I'm wondering if it might just be like part of the makeup. You know, like she definitely looked like look looked tired just because, like Joe said, like she's out all the time do you know doing these things, living a double life. Mm -hmm. All but, right. She did an amazing job. Age aside, she did an amazing job. Yeah, she was good. I I remember there was that whole like variety article where they like questioned why they didn't put a prettier prettier girl in the movie or whatever. And like and yeah, that was like that was a real fucking critique. That was a real fucking critique from Variety. And I don't know if that critic got fired or anything, but I just remember like 
someone being like, they missed the point of the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Like you missed <laughs> yeah, the whole that, yeah. point mm -hmm. because all you did was think about how good she looked or didn't look. I just say she looked, I thought she looked kind of old for the part that that's all I'm saying. But you know, her looks aside, you know, I thought she did a, a good job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not even that. Mm -hmm. And it's not, and the, the case is it's not about looks. It's about, you know, uh, opportunity Being where a people person. see just a drunk girl at a bar and they just think, yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> Is that what they're like? They're like, yep. Mm -hmm, that's it. That's that's their whole thought process. All and right. that's my reaction to Ben Affleck's dick in most movies. Yep. yep. This looks good. Mm -hmm. yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do it. All right, gents. It's time for Clip of the Week. Uh, Joe, once again, I have not seen this yet. Uh, you sent it to me uh, as per usual <laughs> under the guise of uh, a surname. <laughs> the I love how you're just stating facts right now. <laughs> yeah. I have because I'm trying to work the stream deck to like <laughs> and fill the air. So, All right, we're here. All right. <laughs> this is a wave file. Uh, <laughs> under a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, if we're not getting yanked down for Ben Affleck's dick, let's pray that we're not it's, it's gonna be get this. it it's out gonna of be... frame, dude. I can see it. And uh, let's hope uh, let's hope we don't get yanked <laughs> yanked down for this. We work hard, hard. Hey. We work hard. Joe. What? 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 That was the worst Uber driver ever. Did go. we just witness a domestic dispute? I don't, I don't know if you that guys. Was, I don't know if you guys. That was know. a ride to McDonald's turned into. Uh, I guess a hostage. I don't know. I don't know if you guys know this, but he goes hard. He, he goes hard. <laughs> oh. He goes hard. <laughs> so, um, context though here, boys. What the fuck? Like, okay, like I get like taking your shirt off and acting like an animal, but right here, right here is where things go awry. <laughs> That's when it takes a turn. He throws the cup. <laughs> 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 And that's what he's, he's like, yeah, yeah, and like. We'll do in all this. He rips her shirt. That, that's a great shirt. First of all, I I don't approve of any of this behavior. <laughs> let's but, but, but yeah, let's go on record. Let's go on record say saying don't I don't approve this. of doing this at all. Uh, especially to a female when you're a. You know, when you're a big burly man. However, the music and the lack of context here does make this hilarious. <laughs> he rips off her wig. See now this is So if anybody's really concerned, 
there's speculation that this was set up ahead of time. Well, that's what I'm getting to. Is that okay. this is an interesting play here? Why go out the sunroof? Yeah, why not <laughs> just let I mean? him throw the wig? And even then, if you really felt like you were in danger, why why not just you know once you're out, be out? You know what I mean? Why stay on the roof of the car and then reach back? Stop belly bumping like them prefers trapped with a mountain hunting to every valley and mountain. Why? Why? I, I, I have a, an easier solution. Is just turn the volume down on the stereo. Like, why? Yeah. Why stay? For the, aerial, the song. Why stay for the aerial assault? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I don't understand. Can we, can we go back, though, to him taking his shirt off? Because he got that thing off quickly. Like, That's that was true. impressive with one and again, hand. while driving a car. While okay, driving. all right. So here, here. He takes off the seatbelt. Oh, but first. he still has the... He actually, he still has the belt portion on. He just right. took the... So he's still safe. I like how he threw the shirt at her, and she's like, watch the road, watch the road, watch the road. And then here it comes. He's like, shut the fuck up. Like, right <laughs> Look at that. Oh. That's not staged. That face is that's legit. That's genuine reaction. That's real. But this right here, this is what I don't, I don't, I. To tell her to stop. <laughs> hey, stop it. Stop, stop I'm it. I'm driving. You're, joke. You're acting Jesus. irrational. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Calm yourself and get in the car. Definitely uh definitely a strange one for sure. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. I, where do you find these? Like where do you find these clips? It's Just best not to, to know. I'm gonna get Nick to uh choose a clip of the week again I, too. I have two lined up. Okay. I like how you can totally change the tone. I have two lined up and they're both exactly what you might expect <laughs> from me. <laughs> looking for. Am I gonna get nobody will be laughing. Am I gonna get claimed for that song? I mean, I don't think this episode's staying up on YouTube. Let's be clear about that. But <laughs> but uh but we might get claimed for that song, if not claimed for Ben Affleck's dick. It was it was like it is like a side boob of dick. Is it wasn't it wasn't anything. <laughs> tasteful, tasteful side dick. Barely there. <laughs> it was. Everyone loves a bit of tasteful side dick, right? <laughs> you know what? You guys, they say dick root is like the equivalent of side poop. <laughs> let's 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 the four of us. Let's try and bring side dick to the mainstream. All right. You know. Yeah. Everybody get really tight pants. So I'm sorry. All right, next episode is the side dick episode. <laughs> was this episode not the side dick episode? No, no, no. I mean of us. We're all our cameras are going to be just like facing lower, a little bit lower. Oh, oh getting close to the danger Ooh. zone. Ooh. I see print. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that being said, thanks everyone for uh, for tuning in. The audio version of this show is available on every major podcast app uh, probably tomorrow because I'm a little tired. I've been working all day. Uh, so uh, once again, we thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you next week uh, or Sunday. Right? We're doing Sunday again. I think. Is there yeah. another superb owl? Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't think there's another superb owl, so I think we'll be good. Perfect. The, other, I, the guy got out of the, the plow. <laughs> oh, you scared. helped him out? Thank God. <laughs> Thank God, man. That would have been bad. You actually don't eat plow? <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Good night. <laughs>